What up, y'all? We back again with another Den of Owls exclusive. I am your host, Ian Letta, and of course, I'm joined by my man, the myth, the legend, TJ. And you also forgot unemployed. Oh, <laughs> no. What's up, world? How's it going? We'll eventually we'll go into that, that whole aspect, but, you know, we're going to, you know, we're on to episode six of the Den of Owls podcast. And we got a couple of things we're going to be talking about today. One of those aspects, I'm, I'm, I told my boy I'm going to call him out. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> so you know, before we even talk, go into whole like what we're going to talk about. This is more of an informal den of owls. You know, we we got a bunch of stuff that we're going to be talking about, but we're not going to go through topic by topic. We're just going to go into it. So the first thing I want to kind of go into, my man, okay. is like I said, I want to call you out. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going to call you out because, you know, a couple times, you know, I, I feel there's been kind of a one side, another side on, you know, the female aspect, right? Yeah. And, you know, we've had females come and get upset about you and say that, oh, you don't like black women. You're trying to put down black women. But yeah. but you and I know that's, for, that's farthest from the truth. Yeah, facts. Right? But I have... Yeah, you know, we've talked personally about a certain situation. Yeah. And I have called you out in the sense of saying that, yo, you flip flop. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's just get into it, right? Go ahead. So you had a previous relationship. Yeah. And this person we're not gonna name names, but this person <laughs> did some some fuckery. Right? He did yeah. some yeah, some BS. Now, I wanna know. If this person came back to you right now, real talks, okay. came back right now and said, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, I want you back, would you take her back? No. Why is that? You left me, man. You, like, <laughs> you left me at a point in my life where I was at my lowest, mm -hmm. and I haven't been that low, I would say, for a good 15 years. Okay. Plus two, it was middle holidays. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, I won't, I won't call it shady. Mm. It's just messed up. Um, I, had a, I was in a certain situation that went left. And to this day, I still feel responsible what happened. Because I'm a type of person that is calculated, right? Um, you know me. You, we've been friends for almost, a year, almost two years, right? Yeah. So, prime example. When we used to work with each other, right? Mm. Did you hear my footsteps? What do you mean? Like when I walked around in the kitchen, did you hear my footsteps? No. Did you sense me or see me walk into a room? No. Why is that? You're just there. You just did what you needed to do. Because I'm a ghost. <laughs> 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 no, but real stuff though. Like, I train. I did military training okay. in my teen years to channel my anger. Okay. So what they teach you is eye coordination to see stuff that doesn't seem right in a room. Mm -hmm. How to con control yourself in certain situations. Um, how to walk into a room silently, not being detected. Okay. That's why when we used to work with each other, people didn't know when I came in and came out. They're like, yo, whoa. When were you here? Yeah, I know. Right? I noticed that a lot because there was a lot of times where I like, 
I see you in the room. I put my head down to go do something, and I'm like, yo, TJ, the hell? Ninja. <laughs> Knife crawling, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, stuff like that. So, when that situation happened, I wasn't me. Yeah. My mind was elsewhere. Okay. If I was me, I could have told that person, like, yo, this is off, or this person right there, I sense shadiness. Like, mm-hmm. I trained my body to the point where I could feel when somebody walks into a room by how the air changes. I know it sounds kind of mystical or whatever. No, it doesn't sound hokey at all. It makes sense. I could sense when people walk into a room. That's when I, I, I turn around or I could see stuff moving just by being looking, just by being still mm-hmm. by, by my eyes. Yeah. Like, I see stuff. So when we used to work, work with each other, I could tell you when somebody's coming, when somebody's about to come downstairs. Mm-hmm. I could tell you when that door is about to open. I could tell you when that phone is about to ring. Mm-hmm. And nine times, nine times out of ten, it's facts. Yeah. I could tell you when yo that person is about to fall. They fall. Because mm-hmm. I trained myself to see stuff that other people cannot see, mm-hmm. or I trained myself that I could be in a room of people suck their energy not in a bad way in a good way mm-hmm. and convert their energy into my energy yeah I could be a visible man if I really want to I could be an outspoken man flip your switch yeah I conditioned myself this way but that one moment I was in let's say La La Land because mm. what happened to me before I got to that little place uh, got into a little, not a little argument, but I was being passive aggressive about, about a certain thing. Yeah. And it was bugging me to the point that my senses were off and something happened to the point of today. I'm still coping with it. That's why when me and that person were arguing and she wanted to support me, I couldn't because. I feel responsible of what happened because mm-hmm. I wasn't on my A game. Yeah. So I don't want you to see my grief or my pain because I feel like it's because of me. That's what happened to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I did also at the same time, not to interject. Yeah. I did at the same time when you explained the situation to me. I said to you that, you know, the best thing that you could have done in that situation was, I understand not wanting to talk about yeah. it. But, like, just at least saying to her, like, yo, situation happened. I can't deal with it right now, and I can't deal with you. So I need you to just let me be. I'll come back when I'm ready. But right now, I just need to be to myself. Some people might not understand it. Yeah, yeah. But at least by putting it out there and by saying it, they have the they have that whole knowledge of either accept it and just say, okay. Or if they're going to be a jerk about it, you can say, yo, screw you, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like I take that to the chin. Like I know I messed up on that part. Yeah. Because if I'm on a if I'm in a relationship with somebody trying to build, I should have been on the phone right after it happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't I think my pride got into the way? To mm-hmm. be honest with you, my pride got into the way, and I thought I could deal with it by myself. But the way I was dealing with it, it was coming negative towards her. Mm-hmm. Like the way that my speech was or the way I text it was looking mad needy or like mad like insecure mm-hmm. 
and I told you from previous episode that I am an insecure person. Yeah. So like to her, it turned her off because it's not the guy that she I guess fell in love with. Yeah. It's just somebody totally different, and to her eyes, it felt like, wow. I guess what before this, I guess this is the real him. Mm-hmm. So it turned her off. I totally get that, and like to this day, like I take full responsibility. Like I really do, because if I was a man about about it, told you what happened, mm-hmm. I maybe could have had a different outcome to this day. If I knew how to control myself in that situation, I think we could be together to this day. But I'm not a mind reader. I'm not a fortune teller, so I don't know. Yeah. But I could totally take responsibility on my end, on my on my stupidity mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But everything happens for a reason because that was an eye-opener for me. Um, it's something that I know. So it's just totally different from, let's say... I don't want to use slang, but let's say like a op or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. If it happens to somebody that's my enemy or whatever, I wouldn't give two shits yeah, about that person. Yeah, I wouldn't care so much. But this is somebody that I know, so the emotions are amplified. Yeah. If it was just a random person or someone that has beef with me, I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. I would just kept on with my day, eat my sandwich, and go home. But this is somebody that I know, so it hit me harder because I've never been around stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've been around stuff after the fact or after the scene of the crime yeah i've been there but not actually there mm-hmm. that's a totally different trauma yeah but so. you know but part of it is like i'm kind of like <laughs> i don't want to be i don't want to be an ass but i'm kind of glad it kind of fell apart <laughs> i'm glad it fell apart because yo man that's the okay can we talk about it we could talk about it man okay I don't want to. I don't want to say, but I'll spell it out. She's a b i t c h dog. <laughs> Cause What's your opinion. Okay, my opinion, because like, and you have to take responsibility for some of the aspects in that because yeah, yeah She yeah. told you so many things about her that she was, she is a nutty girl. <laughs> like she's yeah. not right. She's rude. Yeah. Right, and if if we talk about it, right, like. Mm-hmm. By by really going into it, pe- shun, we, people will know who we're talking about, right? Okay, yeah. So I don't want to go specifics. Yeah, we shouldn't. But, like, aspects of having multiple, like, always keeping friends from exes. Yeah. You know, it's perfectly fun. Like we, like we talked about before, it's okay to have, a like, an a ex be your friend if there's an aspect of them being a friend first. But yeah. like wanting to make sure that your your ex stays as your friend, for resources. That's yeah. Right. That's 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 really shady. And she told you the fact of like almost every one of her exes or every one of her exes is her friend. And oh, I've only been in like five, like my relationship yeah. in five years span. I'm like, but she had how many different boyfriends? Yeah. That means none of these boyfriends lasted longer than like maybe a year, two years, and probably dating in between each one. Yeah, like she was shady. The thing that had me drawn to her, like, mm-hmm. it wasn't her looks, man. Like, I, 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 I know, but people are like, oh, you know, she's hot. Wherever we went, it was like I'm happy to have her, or I should be glad to have her. Like, what? It's all the way around. Yeah, but whatever. It's not her looks, man. Mm-hmm. It was how similar we were like it was scary like 
like you know when people say like a once in a lifetime like chance. Mm-hmm. I felt like I hit the lottery. Like I really didn't. Like a jackpot. Yeah. I'm not saying like I was gonna marry her, wife and kids. Or, no, like I really thought I met my counterpart. Mm-hmm. Like I really did. Like we had similar paths. Like it was so scary. And same fuck. Like almost ninety percent everything got me. Yeah. Like, it was scary. Um nerd like me, low key. Um smart, book smart, street smart, into the arts like me, like it was scary. Mm-hmm. I never had that before. Like I never did. So I cherish that under any relationship I had in the past. To the point like I would have done anything to keep that bond. Yeah. But it was only going one sided. Yeah. It wasn't reciprocated. Thank you. So when I figured that out, I was just like, damn, maybe she was the one that's been in, was wearing a mask the whole time. Yeah. It's like, if you had this such stuff, so much stuff in common and you treated me like a family member and meeting your fans and in a short period of time span and you're not willing to work things out or even see me or talk to me, it's like, damn, I guess it was just my turn mm-hmm. until you found somebody that fits your needs or you only wanted me for my resources at the time or you found somebody that gave you more than I can mm-hmm. but I really low key really feel sorry high key feels that I was just there for the summer <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> oh no so she made you a summer yeah. hoe oh no a summer hole, so I'm not gonna lie I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you <sighs> I think it was a summer hoe like I think there was a guy that had her hundred mm. percent but he either had a girlfriend or wasn't ready to settle down or be hundred percent committed to her. So I was just like the filler until I guess stuff fell out with him mm-hmm. and his girl or his girls or whatever he was doing at the time. And once that happened, boom. Because even before that situation, shit was going rocky. Out of nowhere. Like small little things. Just being distant. Yeah, small things will irk her. Stuff that never irked her before going into the relationship. So I'm just like, what the hell's going on? Like, like the small little things. Like, it could be, I said the wrong bus, for example. Let's say it's like a 65, right? Mm -hmm. And it says 66. Get heated. Small little stuff. So I'm just like, what the hell's wrong with this girl? But then you keep on poking the bear. Like, I don't like to argue with females. Mm-hmm. I really think it's a waste of time. And you don't really solve anything. And nothing gets solved or resolved, resolved right. by arguing with females. But she, out of all my girlfriends, I argued with her the most. <laughs> which, is, which is crazy because if I'm telling you guys that we had a lot of shit in common, why the hell am I arguing with somebody almost every day? Or, mm-hmm. sorry, I'll say once a month. Or once here and there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't like big arguments like shit's getting thrown or punches or petty shit. Petty shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like passive aggressive shit. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Passive aggressive shit. And then it just got distant and distant and distant and distant. And then swearing, like she never swore at me before in my life or even text swearing yeah. words to me, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But all of a sudden I'm getting all this stuff. So I'm just like, yo, what the hell's wrong with this girl? So then when you ask, yo, what's wrong? Nothing. 
And if I'm actually again in this round, if we're 10 to nothing, and I notice something, just be honest. Wow. And then I'm, I get in my response. I don't like the response. <laughs> like, I really thought I was in the Dragon Ball Z, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm getting, just getting pumped with punches. So then, I seen that stuff. And then, when I was around her and stuff, she was more on her phone. And texting and giggling and laughing and smirking and a little moan here and then. It's like, yo, who the hell is still texting? But it's not my phone, so I don't care. And then, I'm not gonna lie, there's one incident. I don't think I should have to say it, but whatever. Um, she gave me her phone because she had to go use the washroom. She's a, she's a really germaphobe person. Uh-huh. So then now, I put the I put her phone in my pocket, and my phone was saying things. We had, and we both had the same vibration, right? So I'm thinking it's my phone that's vibrating, right? Uh-huh. So I pull it out. It's her phone. So I'm just like, what the hell? So I'm seeing like devil emoji, you know, eggplant emoji, uh, I miss you, uh, with the super tongue sticking out, Whoa. with the, the droplets, I call it the droplets, Jeez. and all that stuff. So I'm like, alright, yo, say less. Put the phone back in my pocket, kept it moving. And then she came out, I'm like, yo, here's your phone. Um, and she goes, anybody text or comment? No. It is what it is. And then I gave her a phone, like she seen it, and she put her phone right back in her pocket real quick. So I'm just like, huh? Whatever. So, like, it was stuff like that. Because that stuff doesn't bother me. Like, I'm not insecure. I'm not going to be like, yo, who the hell are you texting? Or who's this? That's not me. Like, I think I'm too laid back. You are. Because from that whole situation, from, like, seeing that, yeah. seeing the, the whole eggplant, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 I wouldn't. Okay, I wouldn't per se have gone into like getting upset and getting yeah. like v- like vexed. And it's like well, from when she said, "Yeah, somebody did anybody text me? Yeah, somebody sent you an eggplant with some devil face and whatever." <laughs> like, I think they need, and they said they miss you. I think they you need to address that right away. And I would have walked. Nah, but I I personally I personally in my head I was like, "Yo, that's probably one of her exes," but. That means that she's still entertaining these guys. Exactly. Like, when I said the fact of her saying that she likes to stay friends with her ex. Yeah. I'm sorry. When your friend is saying, hey, want this D? Like, yeah. that ain't a friend. Yeah. That's not a friend. So, I'm just like, yo. But, as the months passed by since she broke up, I was just replaying stuff. And I was like, yeah, like, maybe at this moment we're not meant for each other. Or we cannot be friends. I'm cool with that. I appreciate my time with her. She wasn't mine to begin with. She's not my property. Mm-hmm. It was just my turn. That sounds harsh, but yo, it was just my turn. Mm-hmm. Can't get mad at that. But I do wish her the best of luck. Her and her fam. Mm-hmm. If I see her, I see her. It's no, it's no bad blood. I wish her the best. Same for her. I think that too. I think I'm too laid back. Mm-hmm. I'm too nice. And I care too much. But that's just one. I only show that side mm-hmm. to certain people. So if I show you that side, that means I want you in my circle or I have a certain status with you. Mm-hmm. I don't show this side to people all the time. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't show my ideals to people, period. 
my circle is small. I don't really interact with people like that because a lot of people are fake, especially my old workplace. Like a lot of people are fake. That's why I want to mess with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think out of my whole five years at that place, I only had like three, three or four real friends. You're one of them. Mm-hmm. If you weren't, you wouldn't be in my house right now exactly. and be my partner in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Second, Chef Dan. Shout out to Chef Dan, Sushi Ninja, Chef Cody. We had him on the show. Mm-hmm. Ian, that's four, right? Yeah. I put I put my work wife in there too. V, shout out mm-hmm. to you, V. I'm coming back for that cheese bread soon. And that's pretty much it. There's people that I fucks with, yeah, hundred percent. Chef Joel. Yeah, me and Eileen have a rocky relationship, but you know she's cool with me. I'm mm-hmm. cool with her. People came in that place, and I still rock with them to this day. Uh, Janelle, um, Dentor, I can't, I can't forget Dentor. Sterling, mm-hmm. Kaz, like these are these are small people. I remember our company is big. Mm-hmm. There's like over ten thousand employees, and I only just named. 15. That says a lot. Mm-hmm. These are the only people that I consider as my friends. Mm-hmm. If I don't mention your name, I don't mention your name. It's no hard blood. I don't hate you. But I don't want you in my circle. That's not for the shit out of me. Oh, dad? Mm-hmm. Pops? No, because it's just the fact you were like, yo, if I don't mention your name, I don't mention your name. I don't no, want but you he's in a different category still. Okay. He's, he's, yo, he's Pops. Okay. All he's right. Pops. So Pops always gets love. Him and my other Pops, Chef Shane. Those those are my two mentors. Mm-hmm. So I don't consider them as my friend. Like, yo, they're they're high status to me. They are my they are my chef celebrities. Not like like you know what I'm saying? Like I look at these guys like Bobby Flay or whatever, or mm-hmm. the man from um the black guy that used to be on the Food Network with the grill. I forgot his name. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But these are like my celebrity chefs, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I look up to these guys to a, to a different standard. Mm-hmm. To this day, I still rock with them. I still call them every day. I, still, I talk to them, text them, see how they're going. That's mm-hmm. just me. Like, I'm friendly to certain people, like suppliers or whatever. That's just me. Like, you're doing a business for me. So why can't I be friendly to you? A lot of people get that, un- they get that mixed up. They think that people that serve you, you should be a bitch to them no it's equal ground mm-hmm. without them you're not getting no product but without you they ain't getting no service true it's a trade off yeah. so be kind a lot of people nowadays they ain't kind or they quote unquote claim to be, claim to be kind and they ain't people a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people nowadays are afraid to be real they're just fake be up front mhm if you don't fuck with this person, don't fuck with them. Don't try to s- show a face because everybody else is rocking that person. That just shows you to be extra shady because you got to act around certain people. Mm-hmm. But that's just my take, in my opinion. Man. No, I, g- I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And it's like, even for me, like I I said for the longest time, like I, I don't want to play the game. I don't want to play the thing or whatever. But at the same time, I also know that, you know, I'm a good actor. <laughs> yeah. I'm a good actor. Like sometimes, like 
I told you, like, people will see me and they see me smiling and thinking everything is good, but inside I'm seething. Like, I'm pissed. And it's like, the whole situation, it's like, I was vexed. Yeah. I was like, am I still going to do what I need to do? Yeah. Am I, st- am I gonna if somebody makes a joke or whatever? Am I gonna smile and laugh? Yeah, but at the same time, somebody asked me how how are you really feeling? Well, I'm gonna tell you how I feel. Mm-hmm. I'm business. I'm gonna tell you how I feel. I don't care. Ugh. God, that's how it is, man. Yeah, that's how it is. Well, to get back because we kind of segued off. <laughs> we segued off and ta- started talking about some personal shit that can't really get into yeah but we're gonna get back um one of the things that i i wanted to address on a, on the original topic <laughs> the things i wanted to address on you it see how i kind of mind tricked it a little yeah bit? i know you I, I saw how you were doing them like this guy okay <laughs> slide it in without sliding it in <laughs> just right. a tip baby just a tip don't feel me the one of the things is like um I don't like like we talked before about about like friend wanting to talk to your ex. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. And I I and I thought we were talking about that in regards to a different situation. Then mm-hmm. you told me how man's trying to talk to the ex. It's always like that. I'm not just trying to sound like a god or um extreme makeover person no man since day one since girlfriend number one mm. man used to tell me oh, oh she's like unattractive or she has no style she's ugly just down bottom like why are you with her because she's beautiful to me mm. she has nothing in uncommon or common mm. she makes me happy yeah i don't care about you guys I date who, who I want to date. Yeah. I don't care if you like her or not. Well, she doesn't look like your standards or she's not bad. All right, whatever. That's your opinion. But in the day, she's coming home with me. So I don't care, right? But as soon as we break up, yo, now I see why you're with her. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yo, I don't know, but after we, I guess, broke up, She's looking mad sexy, or she's more smarter, or she's into stuff that we're into now. I can see why. Do you mind if I try to slide in? What? Weren't you the same person that was telling me that she's unattractive and you will never date her? That was then. This is now. Ah. Well, try a shot. If she, if she, I can't get mad if he. If she says yes. Yeah, I can't get mad. Basically, you upgraded her. But I don't think I upgraded her, though. Because I already seen this. Like, I already seen this. I'll say, if you guys watch Dragon Ball Z, Mm -hmm. I'll say, like, I'm the Supreme Kai. You know what I'm saying? I'm unlocking your hidden potential. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. Like, Dende. Mm -hmm. I'll say I'm that. But me, upgraded person? Nah. I just see what other people are afraid to see or afraid to explore. No, what I I mean by upgrading is, like, not upgraded her, but it's like upgraded her in their eyes. So what they didn't see before, you you explain to them the potential that you saw in her and yeah. the potential that you see in her, and then they started actually seeing it for themselves. Yeah. So then when you walked away, it's like ah, oh, it's my time. Yeah. It's, it's my time to slide in, and take what they up what they assume, Yeah. Take what they assume that you 
built up, now they want to reap the benefits of it. Yeah, so it's already in there. It's already been in front of them since the jump. What I find stupid, like, mm. like I don't discriminate. Like I date all races, I date all body sizes. Mm. Like, if you guys want to know me, I'm five six, right? My weight changes up and down when I feel like I want to change it. Yeah. My height, my heaviest, two twenty, buff muscles. My smallest, one thirty, lean. Mm. Now I'm about one sixty. I dated BBWs and SS BBWs and all that stuff. I dated skinny chicks. I dated girls, let's say, busty and non busty. Mm. Bumper, no bumper. I date who I want to date. Because mm-hmm. I find people, like I say, I see things in people that other people cannot see. Mm. I think that's my gift. Like um, when I do massage therapy, like I can see what part in your body has no blood flow or lack of chi. Mm. So I can know so I know how to maneuver it and work it. My my ex co signed that one. I when I first met her, I was like, yo, your body is damaged. She goes, What the hell are you talking about? I just touched one spot, massaged it. She goes, How do you know that spot was hurting? I see things. So I was joking and I whatever, you watch too much anime or whatever. I'm like, Alright, turn around. Turn around, boom, the back, back of her leg, her kneecap. I'm like, yo, were you in an accident? She goes, oh my God, how'd you know? You have no flow there. Like, I see stuff that people cannot see. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I trained my body to learn ordinary, unordinary skills that other humans don't want to learn. Yeah, Stuff that's uncommon. That's just me. I'm an uncommon person. I want to learn stuff that people brush under the radar. Because that's a proper skill to have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to learn other stuff, but I rather learn stuff that people don't really want to learn or don't know about. Because I can show them what I'm going. Like we're talking about the. Um, I don't think I don't want to talk about it now, but we're talking about what that little female, right? Mm. Those type of skills. No guy ain't trying to do that now. But I see guys want to get into it now because more mainstream but it's like why you want to hop on it now like a hype beast because everybody's doing it why i've been doing this stuff since like grade six grade five mm. but that's just my opinion but back to what you're saying i just see things in, in people especially women that a lot of people brush on the radar that's why on my tinder i don't use it it's for the it's for so all my boys like people seem like that sounds weird i'm like you're a catfish. Okay, cool. I'm the plug. That's why I look at it. I'm the plug. My boys, I give them my account. They go, go, go. Talk to girls. Or they want me to initiate the first contact. Because I know what to say to females. Like I'm like a pickup artist or something. But I'm not. I just look at their pictures. I observe it. I see what they're doing in the pictures. And I critique about it. Like, I seen this one girl, she's like, I guess I like at an art show or whatever. And she was wearing like some, some arty clothes. So I was like, so I'm assuming you're at an art show and you're wearing artsy clothes. But yet, the picture doesn't look artsy. What's that about? Winky face. Well, and you got the proper lighting and this Oh my and that. god. 
years old. You're welcome. Have a good eye. After that, are you free tonight? Yeah. Send to my boy, and my boy dealt with it. Simple. I only use Tinder to promote my businesses and make friendships. That's real shit. Cool. Girls may say I'm lying, but yo. I use it for networking purposes. Promote my, my hair oils or promote my drinks and stuff, you know. Like today's sponsor, you know, 636 Rum Punch, uh -huh. you know, Peach Lemonade. It's delicious. You know, in stores now. <laughs> like, let's get it. That stuff, you know what I'm saying? I see girls that do promotion or whatever, or, or party promotions. I get them like $200 worth of swag. I'm like, yo, give them your party. Give me your feedback. And they give me their feedback. Or I see girls that do makeup or body products and hair oils and stuff. I give them my stuff. They do a little review about it and call it a day. I use it for networking and making friends. Mm -hmm. I think I made, sorry, I found a girl on there. And she's like my best friend. And it's crazy. Like, she's, I think, seven years younger than me. And she's hard working and, and, and dedication, man. Like, she's a hard worker at her age, at 20. And, like, me and her clicked. Nothing sexual or nothing. Like, I consider her one of my best friends. And that's off of Tinder, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And me and her chill. Any Marvelwood, any Marvel, any Marvelwood that, that comes out, mm. she's the first person I call. Like, yo, Spider-Man came out. Let's watch it. Boom, we watch it. Any game coming out. VIP? Yeah. Boom. Like, that's the rapport I have with these people. You seen Captain America yet? I mean, uh, what's it called? Um, Captain Marvel yet? Yeah, I bootlegged it. <laughs> 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 no disrespect. I bootlegged it still. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's, that's just me. Like, I don't use it to hook up or find a serious relationship or, or a woman. I just use it to network, man. You can't find no damn relationship on Tinder. Yeah, well, that's what they preach. I just use it to network and build my brand, man. You know, interact with people. Because our jobs, we have time. We don't really have time to inter interact yeah. with people. We can ask for guests and ourselves, but the outside world is hard. We don't mm. really do that. So if I want to text somebody or show a little contact, I can call them but, or text them. But ask something serious? Nah, man. Mm. Like, want to be serious? I mean, like, I'm going to serious relationship. I use seriously for business and networking. Mm -hmm. But even people think that's weird, but hey, man, I'm a weird person. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's like, like, even when you're talking about the whole Tinder thing, I'm like, yo, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue into something that, you know, because it's just something that, something that you said to me, um, what's it called, last week. All right. It's like, I'm going to segue into a, seg a segment called Goodbye and Enjoy 2019. <laughs> So this segment is basically about, you know, all the online dating, Tinder, the what, you know, the the messengers, the all that kind of stuff. Even the Facebook Messenger, where you like add people and then you start talking and whatever. Yeah. Yo, I'm tired. Yo, I'm tired of females who like, especially when they they message you and like, hey, what's up? And you start trying to have a conversation with them, and then it's like they just disappear. They ghost out. Uh, I I know why. Right, it ghost out, and then you say something that's like, "All right, well, it doesn't seem like you want to talk." Blah blah blah, whatever. 
Enjoy the rest of your year. Oh, no, no, no. What are you talking about? Wait, no, no, no. It's like, <laughs> goodbye. Enjoy the rest of 2019. <laughs> That's one of the models. That's one of the models for this year. The reason why girls do that, when these girls are going to be like, no, we don't do that. The reason why girls do that is because they've seen that we have nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. That we're trying to put them as priority, or we're texting them rapidly that they have nothing else to do. It's not the case. We could be multitasking. You get mad when we text too quick. You get mad when we text too slow. There's no middle ground. Yeah. My, my personal opinion, if I'm texting you, and you take the next two days or a week text me back, you can have that. Enjoy the rest of 2019. Mm-hmm. If I call you and you think you're going to call me back and, and you don't, and you call me back, let's say, two weeks later, enjoy the rest of 2019. That's one of my biggest things that i hate i don't like anybody who tell me i'm gonna call you back yeah and then don't call back like time is precious time is is everything if you can't respect my time or disrespect me period enjoy the rest of 2019 Mm. like there's one girl i was talking to and she flaked on two dates but she's the one that has sending the dates. That's why I find funny. Uh-huh. So, off the jump, I told him, like, yo, are you going to be these type of girls that flake on dates? Oh, no, I don't flake on dates. Like, you know, I go to dates. I'm like, all right. Time comes. I'm like, all right, you still down? Oh, no, I pulled all nighter. I'm kind of tired and this and that. Like, you want to reschedule? Sure, okay. Whatever. No and then she rescheduled. I'm like, all right. At least she rescheduled. A lot of girls won't even do that, but. She randomly scheduled. All right, blessed. One week happens again. I'm like, yo, so down to chill. Oh, I pulled another all nighter and this and that. I have exams. You know, how about next week when I'm free? All right. I'm going to tell you this one. I love my time. I could be doing business stuff or paintings or just networking. I love my hobbies if you can't respect my time just say it from the jump you could have said like no i'm busy how about we chill in two weeks time instead of planning a date postpone planning a date and postpone just tell me yo this week i'm free i have school cool i'm not gonna be like these guys hounding you down if you have school to do you have, you you have, have to study yeah. you have school I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you be but don't try to entertain the talks and you know you can't keep up at the end of your bargain. Yep. I enjoy my time. So when you are free and ready to chill or talk to me. Let me know. Let me know. Other than that, enjoy your studying. Hope you pass your exams. And talk to you when I talk to you when I talk to you. See you when I see you. And she's like, oh my God. You are so mature. No, this is common sense. Like. I'm not going to hound somebody if they're busy. Mm-hmm. If you got stuff to do, get it done. When you're done, you know my number. Call or text me. Set up the plans because you're the one that is, I guess, more busy than me at the moment. And then go from there. I'm not going to just text you 
once in the blue moon or once an hour just to get your interest. If you're interested in me, you're interested in me. If you're not, you're not. Simple. I'm not playing no games. If I'm playing games, play games. But we shall see next week. Because if I get another flake, yo, enjoy the rest of 2019. How long ago was that? She has, what, today's Saturday? <laughs> She has until Monday or Tuesday to flick back with me. And if, you, if she flicks, Done. enjoy Joy the rest of 2019. 2019. Simple. Oh, man. I don't understand. Like, I... <sighs> there's too many, many situations with females that are basically saying that how men aren't men. Right? Yeah. Or deciding to say how how a man should be a man. Mm-hmm. How a man should be like upfront about things, or how men should deal with certain situations. Like, there were okay. For instance, we were watching me and you were watching this YouTube video yeah. right? about this one woman saying how she, you know, she likes to bring women together to like have conversations and discuss how to deal with you know s- different situations in their relationships, right? Yeah. And she was saying how these women were basically saying how. You know, the, the guys that they were with are, they're no good, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're they're weak, per yeah. se. And it's like, oh, my man doesn't have a job, and he doesn't do this, and I, I'm always having to yell at him and cuss him to do whatever. And all the girls are like, yo, my man, too. Like, they're high-fiving each other and, you know, saying, and they're laughing and joking about it. And it's like, okay. And it's like, I, I want my man to be a good man. It's like, but they don't know how to handle a good man. Yeah. Because a good man would have a job, would be doing his thing, mm-hmm. and if she even tried to talk to a man like that, like, she couldn't have any of those things to say. You're on your, you're just sitting around on my couch and blah, blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> nah. He's, he's out there working. Yeah. You ain't bringing nothing in this house. Nah, he working, so he's bringing in something in the house. He's doing all this good stuff. See that they want all these girls say that they want a good man, but realistically they don't. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Realistically, most like really, I feel like a lot of women need to reevaluate when they say that they want a good man, because how like if you really want a good man, you can find one. It's easy to find a good man. He's at the bus stop right now. Yeah, he's that guy that's. You might see on the bus heading to work. Yeah. Or on the bus heading to school. Or just on his grind doing whatever he needs to do. But you keep picking up these guys who are like roll up in roll up on you in a car, a busted up car or whatever saying Or a rental. Or a rental saying, Yo, what you <laughs> say? Yo, blue pants. Yeah. Blue pants. Oh yeah, say. Come, come here, sir. Come here. Let me talk to you. And just because you see, like, oh, he has something. I'm going to go on whatever. But then when you find out, yo, he ain't, he ain't shit, you still want to stick around because he already got you by by playing that game. Yeah. But a real man don't want to play no games with you. He just wants to be just up front and saying, like, yo, this is the situation. This is what it is. And wants to, and that guy, same guy, wants to empower you. Yeah. Wants to build you up. But they don't want to be built up. They want a guy that's like already apparently on his shit. 
and they can just ride off of his coattails. Ride the pony. And don't have to do nothing. Yeah. Get up on a spoon now. It's, um... I want to say, like, a bad thing on their end. It's a bad thing on our end. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm saying it's bad on men because we allow it. Plain and simple. We allow this stupid abuse. We allow the way they, the way they treat us. We allow the way they talk to us. Mm-hmm. We got to start putting shit down again. Like, yo, don't talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. I think nowadays men are scared to check women. Maybe because of the Me Too movement, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But my favorite saying, I, I swear, I think I have so much quotables, but <laughs> it's just me. Um, is if you're not able to check your mom, you can't check no females, period. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying slap your mom. I'm not saying rape up your mom. If you can't tell your mom, like, yo, I'm not doing that, or you got me messed up, there's no way in the hell you could tell a random chick on the road, what's up? Mm-hmm. There isn't. I think that's the problem. A lot of men are afraid to go check their parents. A lot of men are afraid to check females because they're afraid they're not getting sex from them or their arm candy from them. At the end of the day, I'm not trying to be like a feminist, but... We are we are the cause of this, or majority majority of us are the cause. Shea butters, shea butters, past the righteous and all them stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like those are the men, and the betas, even the visible men. Those four type, those four type of men are the main reason why shit's going south. Mm-hmm. Why girls don't appreciate men and women. They're the reason why. And then when a real man comes to them, they find us arrogant, um, not willing to communicate properly, or we're just about ourselves. It's not that. It's not the case. We don't need you to be happy. We're just, we just want you around us so we can show you us, so we can enjoy our fun. You don't make fun for us. You don't make us happy. We don't, it's not like we're a wheel, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we don't need you. Like, we don't mm-hmm. need you. Good men, we don't need females. We don't need your validation. We don't need you guys for sex. We don't need you. Mm-hmm. We just want you so we could show you this is our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to showboat or whatever, but I think you could be a great asset to my lifestyle. Great addition. It's not like I need this girl. Oh my god, I need to have a girlfriend so I can have sex, or I need a girlfriend to show to my boys that I ain't no bitch, or I need a girlfriend so other girls can see that I have a bad bitch. No, no, that mindset is wrong. Nowadays, men are too afraid to improve themselves for themselves. They improve themselves for females. They improve themselves for validation for other men. No, if you want to hit that gym. Go hit that gym. Do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. If you want to learn another another language, learn that, learn that other language for yourself. Do stuff for yourself, and I'm telling you, girls will, girls will come for you. But if you're doing it for girls' status, validation, or for arm candy, you're doomed. 
That means your whole life is catered towards it. Yeah. If I you mean, think about that, that's pretty messed up. Yeah, and also the fact of if you if you put all, all of that around like a female, you're just like I'm doing all this to get females and get females that validation yeah. and attention. Then also, if you fail, oh, you're done. Then you're you feel like, well, oh, what was the point? You know, I did all of this and still nothing. It's like, no, if you did all of it for your own for your own personal gain and your own personal success, then regardless if you know things don't come out the way you want it to, yeah. but they still, you know, you get a little success, but you not might not get all of it. Yeah, you still feel some type of you know accomplishment. Yeah. But if you're doing it for just, you know, for a woman's validation or a woman's attention, then what's the point? I'm going to use me for example. Okay. For my hair oils and body products and stuff, you know, shout out to Lime Hair and Beauty Products, you know what I'm saying? I had to put that in. Uh-huh. I didn't do it for females. Maybe a female inspired me, yeah. A previous relationship... Because all she did was use natural oils and stuff and told me about the proper benefits from this stuff. Instead of buying from the store, if you are going to buy from the store, buy organic. But the prop, but the bad side about organic, it costs too much. Yeah. So invest in learning on your own, which I did. So with that relationship, I learned something. So I studied it for a good two years, used my own body as a guinea pig. And I came up with some good products. Did I do for females? No. But a female did inspire me to experiment and make good products. Mm. Next prime example is this, the podcast. I didn't do it for no damn female, man. I always want to talk, have like a segment or just a little round table where men can speak. Uh-huh. You can have female guests. Females are welcome. But I feel like men are getting shoved under the rug and their voice isn't being heard. That's why I'm trying to make my new slogan, Make Men Great Again. Because <laughs> I feel like we're trapped in the matrix. I feel like we're not pulling our weight. I think we make a lot of excuses for ourselves. And we're not checking ourselves. We gotta start doing that. I think men, we should start doing stuff. We gotta remember that. At the end of the day, we're the prize. I don't care how that sounds to you females, but at the end of the day, we are the prize. We're the hunters. We choose what to hunt. It's not the other way around. Mm. But a lot of men have it the other way around, and that's why they're getting butt hurt when the relationships fail. Or they put money and material things into these girls, and these girls just skedaddle. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah. They get butt hurt because they ain't doing the proper education. Same thing with photography. I always wanted to take photography. I always did. But I was tired of being that stupid black kid that wants to do what white people love, love to do or all that stuff. No, like, I just love art. A lot of people don't know. Like, I paint. All my all my designs, all my logos, I drew them out. And I went to a man, shout out to Nigel, you know, I can do logos. He digitized it for me and made it, made it popping. All my logos I drew. You know what I'm saying? Like, I paint. I may have a, a rough exterior. I get that. I may talk with a longer, with a lot of slang. I get that. I'm just straight to the point. I don't like to talk a lot because I have a stutter. Mm. So I'd rather use less words as I can so I avoid 
to study. That's just me. Mm. Photography, you know, that's a good door to open up other ventures like going to uh, events, like we're going to uh, Fan. What's it? Anime Anime North. North. Anime North. You know, to taking photos and interviewing people. Also doing a caravana, some soca fetch. We're gonna be doing all that stuff because there's a lot of stuff that doesn't get televised or even shown for black community. Yep. And I think that I could be not not the voice or the mascot, but a good hand in showing you know the black side of things. And speaking of hand, here they go with my massage people. You know what I'm saying? Like the hand by sixty six. I didn't do it for females and I could get the rub on booty or you know stuff. Nah. Although that is a benefit. It is a benefit, but that's not my my end goal. Mm-hmm. I've been to, I've been to a lot of accidents in my life, so I had to self medicate my own body. Like I said, I see stuff my in people's bodies, even my body as well. So I want to learn different techniques and I want to teach these techniques to people. You know what I'm saying? From regular massage to erotic massage. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do this stuff to level up myself. Not a female, not a partner, not a side ting, not a summer. What's it called again? A, a, a summer bitch? Summer bitch. Uh, well, winter bitch, summer hoe. Yeah, none of those. I do it for myself. It will be a good grace that you can, I can show it to you, yeah. Mm. Or it could be a nice thing to share with a significant other, of course. But these are skills that I learned for myself, not for others. Uh That's all I'm trying to say. Okay. Okay. Question. Yeah. Now, um, (laughs) this is going to be, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. I'm just going to say it out there first. Okay. Okay. You talked about when the massages, you have like regular massages. And erotic massage. Yeah. What is the what is the whole aspect of the erotic, erotic massage? Because a lot of like people like me who automatically have uh, a you know a dirty mind, <laughs> you hear erotic massage and it's like, yo, does that mean happy endings? <laughs> nah, nah, I ain't touching no man like that. <laughs> 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 nah. No, but what do you mean? What is, what does it mean by erotic massage? I'm figuring that's more like it's more intimate. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of intimate channels in your body uh-huh. that relieve stress and it releases endorphins in your body to make you relax. Okay. A lot of people don't know that. Uh-huh. Especially for females. Females have a lot of, I, I call it choke points on their body to make the juices flow, for better words. And I want to teach either their partner how to do it or teach the female themselves to release their body those certain choke points that you have or erogenous zones yeah Yeah. people think just common areas you know like the clitoris and the breast neck kneecap there's a lot of places that people don't look at like a woman's forearm her her hand knuckles I know it sounds weird but hand knuckles back of the ear uh, in between the spine, from low to mid. I'm just giving the guys cheat codes right now. I don't care. Uh, upper th- upper thigh. I know about some of those shit. Those codes. Right kneecap. Um, the Achilles. The wrist. 
wrist is number one, but a lot of people miss that. If you kiss a female's wrist, trust me, you're gonna you're gonna get some brownie points. Um, there's a lot of other areas, but I don't want to get into it because I think I'm, I'm giving you guys way too yeah, much. Yeah, too too much information. Not until we go into an actual discussion point yeah. or we actually do a video tutorial. Yeah. On this, you know, then we can talk about that. But I'm telling you guys, the wrist. Look at the flick of the wrist, man. <laughs> oh man. So, you fucking got me. Yeah. So for most of this, it's like been me, you know, discussing, you know, bringing up different topics and different things we want to talk about. There is a major topic that I want to talk about, but I'm not going to, uh, I think I'm going to wait on that one. All right. Till later. But, you know, seeing that we're, you know, this is freestyle. This is, you know, open forum. Yeah. Today. What's on your mind? <laughs> that I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, uh, you know, from the jump. I'm a free man. And it's about the time to try new things, man. Like, I think there's something wrong. I think a lot of people are, are afraid of change. Mm -hmm. And they love routine. Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid to try new things. I think that's one of my best perks or best assets I have. I try new things out every day. Like, I want to learn guitar and all that stuff. Right now, I'm learning two different languages. Because I've been looking online and a lot of jobs prefer you to learn multiple languages. Mm -hmm. So I knew this. I would took more care in high school and with Italian and French. Well, I didn't know how to speak Italian. But when this, once I hit high school, it was just out of my brain. Mm -hmm. But if I would have stick with those skills, the sky's the limit. Well, some things you would have probably already known before they came down. Yeah, facts. <laughs> facts. Some hidden, those uh, hidden meetings and stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't know what BP the boss really really meant. Yeah. Wow. Like, <laughs> but, like, stuff like that. Shout out to Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, especially men, we got to think outside the box. Mm. Start up a business. Start up multiple businesses. It's easy to start a business, man. Like, it really is. My baby cousin is starting up a business. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's simple now. We're in a day of age where everything's on our fingertips. Mm -hmm. Cell phone. You gotta you gotta promote yourself before before you promote others. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you're the one that's paying all your bills, not them. Yes, you may have an employer and they could be helping you, but at the end of the day they could let you go at any moment. So you have to be confident in yourself that you have a fallback plan into yourself or other ventures that you have in the horizon you put all your eggs in one basket and that, ask, and that basket drops you can't make an omelet sorry to say uh -huh. if you put different eggs in different baskets and one drops that's okay you have other baskets with eggs i think that's what a lot of people are scared of they're scared to leave the nine to five or get fired from the nine to five they're 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 afraid of change and stuff. Change is good. Mm. You need that from time to time. Change humbles you. Change evolves you. Change makes you a better person. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad. You know, like, shit happens for a reason. I always tell people this. Shit happens for a reason. You may not like it. Just deal with it. Don't get mad. Don't get bitter. 
be happy. True. Even if it's a death, she happens for a reason. That's a humble you. If you're moving, let's say unholy or unruly, it should humble you to move in the righteous path. I'm not saying go to church every day, but it should make you tighten up your movements. Mm. Everything's a learning curve. Everything. What is new now may not be new tomorrow. What's in fashion now may not be in fashion the next two hours. Especially with the, this fashion industry is going. Yeah. It's, you got to start learning this stuff, man. So, especially men. Girls are learning stuff every day, every goddamn day. Every goddamn day. Start doing it. Like, there's one guy on, on YouTube. I don't know his name, but he does makeup tutorials. I can't lie. Like, he... He's doing good makeup. Like, I'm not into that scene. I don't know where to start. I don't know what the different brushes are, are called. But this guy has a buzz. And he's a guy. He's doing MAC presses. He's doing celebrity makeup. He's a dude doing this stuff. So I want to see dudes doing stuff like this, man. I want wow. to see them doing runway shows. I want them to start making clothes for females. I want them... I want Step Men. out into step out into something that's that's normally yeah. predominantly female driven, yeah. and put your foot in it. Yeah, like I want to see that. Like for me, I see for the past four years, I haven't been rocking nothing name brand. Mm-hmm. I might rock my Nike shoes here and there, or my polo boots. But in that I've been rocking this black owned stuff, or sorry, and Christian Castle. Mm-hmm. But majority of that stuff, I'm rocking black owned. Because even that too is getting hit on, uh, under the rug. There's a lot of black owned businesses that has some fantastic and luxury clothes with a nice price point. Uh, a nice price point. It's not two hundred or five hundred dollars. It's a good ten dollars, fifteen, fifty dollars max mm-hmm. on some black owned products. And we're not supporting that. You gotta shoot yourself in the head. You have to. But it's also the fact of like, not to say that their marketing is bad. Yeah. Not and not saying that at all because they they may be marketing like heavily, but yeah. You got the you got those one those guys like the Nike, the Fila, the whatever. Yeah. Who have sorry, I know I lean back. You got those guys that have the higher you know that big money. Yeah. That are able to saturate the market. So when. These guys put out their one advertisement. Nike comes out with like their huge advertisement yeah, the to just the billboard and whatever to just oversaturate. I get that. Now the the whole thing for us is that you know you find out like for like for instance for yourself. Yeah. You know you found these black products, these black owned businesses, yeah. right? That you find are good. So you have a high media standing, mm-hmm. and you have a high publicity standing, and whatever. And also, we have you know our podcast. Yeah. So it's like it's up to us as black people to not just rely on them to promote their business, oh, but to promote them. Yeah. You know, for us to promote ourselves. Hundred percent. So, like, for instance, for 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 me, like, if you if you take me to one of these stores and yeah. I find like you know a pair of sh- a shirt and whatever, that's like, yo, this is real nice. Yo, I'm a rock. Blah, blah, blah. And I would mm-hmm. say, yo, I got this from here, whatever. And then, you know, put on Instagram. It's like, yo, this is the shirt I got from XYZ. It's located here. Make yeah. sure to go there and check it out. You know, it's 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 on us yeah, to I, promote. I 
promote ourselves and to promote our own people because that's the only way that their standing can go up and that's the only way that's like for them that they can start they can continue to do the good work yeah well the thing about black people we don't like to support each other i'm being yeah. i'm being honest yeah it's kind of what people gotta realize nowadays we're not in the plantation anymore man mm-hmm. we're not here to please master mm-hmm. there's no house anything. and there's no field people no more why we still have that mentality? Uplift your other brother. Uplift your other sister. Like, I went to this, and this is funny too. It's full oh circle. boy, we're going to talk about that? I don't know. I don't know which one you're talking about, <laughs> but I'm talking about this one. I'm, seeing my, I'm saying it's full circle because the ex that we talked about, the first okay. segment, show me about this um, place. Not a oh, place. that one, yeah, yeah, Not yeah. a place, but it's an organization called the Black Nerds, right? Yeah, I remember that. And I am f- totally with them because a lot of black people were into manga and anime and DC and Marvel comics. And even the Korean soap operas. I even say some of us are into hentai too. Mm-hmm. But we're afraid to express that side of us. So we suppress it or we do it underneath the sheets we don't want to show people that side mm. but these guys ain't afraid and she knows I'm, I'm into that stuff and she's into that too so she, so she sent me a link did she reach the party? no it was a test but I don't care because at the end of the night I network with a lovely lady that owns her own um, bubble tea company black owned and it's called uh, Caribbean Bubble yeah Caribbean Bubble Tea She's located at the um, TD building every Thursday. She makes her own bubble tea, and it's black. She uses sour tea, uh, sour sap, fresh. It's made every day. Tea. Everything's homemade. And I was so proud of this girl. Like I took a picture with her, got a contact. Then I was like, yo, we need to link up. I do this X, Y, and Z. I think you'd be perfect for collabo. You need, I even told her, if you need my assistance with anything or a cheat code, here's my number. Because I love seeing black people shine. Mm-hmm. I went to another event. It was black owned. It was kind of like a burlesque show. But it was all guys for females and stuff. And everything was black owned. The photographer was black. The DJ was black. The only person that was white was the, ho- was the MC. Mm. But he was from Middle East, so he so he so, so he's kind of considered black. But it was I found that nice and sexy to see different shades of black uniting for a cause. I think we need more than that because I believe I don't care if I get blackballed or whatever. I'm already blackballed as it is, but it is what it is. That the black people that are are in power or in charge, the black Illuminati. They pick and choose who they want to uplift their power. They don't come and unify the black people. Yes, I get you worked hard for what you got. Yeah, your status. To get your status. I get that. You grind many years. I'm proud of you. But you can't shit on somebody that's trying to uplift themselves as well. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. I want... You know, here's what I want for us. I, I want... I want there to be a time where, like, an opportunity right now. Yeah. This is an opportunity I'm going to throw out there. Yeah. 
I want anybody who has a black owned business, whether whatever it is, whether you're you know doing the bubble tea, yeah, whether you're doing you know clothing, makeup, whatever, whatever is whatever business you have, whatever idea you have, whatever you're doing, I want you to link up with us. Yeah. You can either link me on I and Letter, or you can link up my boy TJ through the Looking Glass. I want you to link either one of us. And just let us know what you're doing. Let us know exactly what you're doing, and so we can help promote you. Yeah. You know, we have many different avenues of promotion. We have many different avenues of knowing how to get people's stuff out there. Facts. Link up with us. Let us know what you're doing. Hell, if you want, you can even come through here, and you can record with us, or you can even just record a little advertisement for yourself. Yeah. Like, we, we, have, those, we have those abilities you can record a little thing with us, and we can put it on with the podcast and put it as, you know, sponsored by whoever. We're not asking you for monetary. We're not, we're not asking you for like financial means. You know, that comes later. That may come down the line. Mm-hmm. But for right now, we want to help promote you and get you out there and get, and get your business going. So, you know, get to us. Let us know what you're doing. Yeah, we're trying to be the Black Panthers <laughs> of business. Yeah. Cause even like when you said like doing business stuff, like even for myself, like like you saw, like I'm yeah. trying to do, I'm trying to do stuff for making like cheesecakes and yeah. brownies and yeah. stuff like that. Shout outs to myself. I haven't even come up with a business name yet, but right now I'm, you know, I got two cheesecakes that are like almost at perfection where I want them to be. Doing a pineapple and doing a, you know, a peach cheesecake that I'm trying to get out there. And I already got your, you know, your input because mm-hmm. you know you're you're that chef guy that i go to i'm gonna be starting uh doing a rum and raisin one because you know easter time's coming Mm. and uh, you know my black people we like our rum and raisin ice cream yeah so i'm trying to do a rum and raisin (laughs) cheesecake you know do something different and um yeah so that that's what i'm about right now and eventually you'll be seeing i'm gonna once i figure out my business name i'm not i'm gonna slowly promote it on my page but then eventually i gotta you know i'm gonna get your help on you know, the proper way of promoting my own business. I got you. And then I'm going to promote my own business page and start, you know, putting out pictures of the stuff that I'm doing. So that's what I'm saying. Like, we're two black men entrepreneurs who are doing what we can to promote ourselves. Hence, you know, even with the podcast, you know, we we use that as as an avenue to promote what we're doing, you know, besides just doing this together, but our, you know, our separate ventures. Mm Mm-hmm. And by having this, you know, platform to speak our minds, say what we got to say and do what we're, you know, do what we're trying to do, you know, we help one another. And that's why we're saying like, yo, if you need it, if you want that help, if you want that, you know, that push, holla, we got you. Facts. Just, you know, show us what you're trying to do. Let us know what you're really, what you're really about. And the major thing is if you're coming, if you're going to come to come to it, come correct. Like have your, you know, your business plan, have your, you know, your, your items that you're trying to do, you know, know what your, know what your business model is so that when we're, so that when we're promoting you, we're not talking crap. Yeah. Because it'd be the, like, we don't want to put ourselves on the line for someone who isn't going to be serious. Trust me. Right. So come correct, know what you're about and, um, you know, we'll be there for you. And um, I know I told you this before, I wasn't going to promote, that I wasn't going to, (laughs) but 
I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna send a shout out to my girl Brazil Lash. You know she's doing her thing right now. Um, it's gonna be coming soon. Shout outs to you. You know, we talked the other night. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Brazil Lash is a good friend of mine. I'm not gonna go she's into the. Homie. She's a homie. There's there's history. There's 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 a lot of history. Yeah, she's a homie. But um, you know, shout outs to her. She's doing her thing. Um, eventually I'm gonna be giving you know putting a link up so you can get up to get on her shit. Um, she's dealing with a lot of different lash stuff, and I you know I I, I know she's real serious about this because you know you've seen yeah yeah she she's hard on the yeah, gram she's she's hard on the gram doing her thing, and starting up her business, you know so hard promotion for that hard Definitely. promotion on that. And speaking of close too, I'm not gonna sound arrogant or cocky again, but. I'm off the juice, so I don't care. Uh, speaking of black clothing, mm-hmm. I'm going to have my black clothing as well. It's going to be in-house. Okay. And with myself, it's a little twist. Um, I don't want to give out too much details, but mm-hmm. as you can tell, like I'm a nerd. I'm a low-key, low high-key now. It's the mm-hmm. cat's out the bag. Yep. I want a certain art style. I'm not going to say what type of art style. certain art style come out either once a month or bi-weekly mm-hmm. with characters. So there's going to be a storyline behind the clothing. And certain main characters are going to be wearing that clothing line that you could purchase down the line. Okay. So it's like each issue is like a collection, basically. And then whatever you see them rock in that little art style, you could purchase. I don't want to get into more details because I know people might take that idea, but I've been, because last week I went to, or sorry, I think it was last week. Yeah, it was last week. Yeah, I went to Fan Expo. No, Comic-Con. Comic-Con, yeah. And I, dro- I dressed up, you know, John Stewart, Green Lantern. Swinging. <laughs> you know? Nigga, I'm sa- yo, okay, I'm going to say straight up, yo, y- you see the picture, the man, my man was swinging. <laughs> and, um... It was fun. Like that was my first time dressing up to any convention. I got a good feedback, a lot of good feedback. Mm-hmm. And um, I networked with certain artists from Toronto, especially the black ones too, to help me come with the concept that I'm trying to make for my clothing. And they're about it. So I want to say 2020, maybe 2021. You'll see my clothing out there, and hope you guys will be there and support it. Oh, you already know I'll be there supporting. I'll be rocking the clothing the and same way. If you females or guys, you know, spoken word or singers or whatever, we also do recording. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll record the tracks for you, master it, make beats on the fly for you. If you have any spoken word that you want to have recorded, we got you. If you have a photo shoot, we got you. If you need food for your event, we got you. You know. If you need a massage, we got you. <laughs> if you need shisha, we got you. We are universal. Mm-hmm. We don't slip on any avenue. Mm-hmm. Any service you need, we got you. You need a DJ, we got you. You want people to dress up in costume for your free party, we got you. If you want a popcorn machine, we got you. Uh-huh. You want a funnel cake, you want cotton candy, you want a snow cone, we got you. 
Three Darcy, baby. So saying this is it, yo. This is a business, man. Like, this is how we ro- this is how we operate. This is how yeah. we roll. So yo, any any pretty much anything you need, we got you. Yeah, we got you. All right. So segue, segue into what, man? Okay, we're gonna talk about that thing I wanted to talk about. Me too. Okay, <laughs> this is gonna sound harsh. It's gonna sound kind of harsh when I say this at first. Okay. Okay. You know how I I love to say like, "Fuck this person" or "Fuck that person." Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah that real straight up. Fuck me too. Okay. Yeah. This is why I say "fuck me too." A lot of guys. Yeah, I want to say it for my for my guys, like regular men out there, right? Yeah. Fuck me too. Yeah. Don't don't worry about it. Yeah. And this is the reason why I'm not saying "fuck me too" in a sense of like the the movement itself. Yeah. Right. The movement itself needed to happen. Yeah, it had to. It had to happen. The ne- the movement itself needed to happen, and it had to happen, right? Because. The problem was there was too many men in power or too many, yeah, too many men that had power that were abusing the power and letting it get to their head and were being able to, for years, doing shit, right? For years being able to, like, people were looking at it as like, oh, the men in power in, like, Hollywood. It's like, Hollywood was fucked from years. Oh, yeah. Right? Because, like, a lot of people don't don't remember and don't realize that there are two, two avenues that were controlled by the mob. Mm-hmm. The mob controlled Vegas, and the mob controlled Hollywood, mm. right? Majority studios that were built during those times were run by the mob, mm. or where their money was first funneled in by the mob. Mm. It was the perfect way for the mob to be able to launder their money, that, that their illegal money, without anybody asking questions. They laundered it through films. They laundered it through, through yeah, movies yeah, yeah. and production studios. It was the easiest way for them to be able to do it. That's where... All your, like, not even just the big ones. Like, a lot of the big ones that you still have nowadays made good movies, made really good movies. So that's why, you know, they became those high-end studios. Mm. You got your Fox. You got your MGM. You got your whatever, Hostel and Calfat, whatever, right? And then you had the smaller studios that just came out and then fell away to the wayside because they were just built to funnel and then go away. Yeah. Right? So... A lot of these high executives, once they made, once they got up to those those levels and those high standards, because they're guys in the background, you don't see their faces, right? Yeah, the real money but, side. But they had the real money, the right? shadow world. Yeah, the fi- the people that you see in the forefront, they're not the guys that run anything. Oh no, it's the guys in the back that you don't even know exist. Yeah, right. But then they started to put their faces out there. Yeah, like Weinstein and whatnot putting his face out there too much, doing his business, and then, you know, eventually come back and bite him in the butt. Because everybody, one person said one thing, everybody else said one thing, and then it comes to the forefront. Yeah. Right? So people get mad. So now with me too, it's because too many people in high power, powerful positions, not just Hollywood, but all across the board, Yeah. in high powerful positions are getting, getting slaughtered, right? Are getting taken down a peg. So now you have these guys saying that, oh, I don't know if I can have, you know, a, a girl work under me or a woman work under me because I don't want to get in any problems with me, too. It's like, well, one, 
you shouldn't have a problem if you the only way you would have a problem is if you were doing the diddling from before yeah. and then you don't want nobody to come back and say anything now because you know now they can talk That's right. before they didn't say anything right and then also with the whole th- the whole reason why I say fuck me too this is this is basically where I come down to when I say fuck me too is guys regular everyday dudes who just work a nine to five bust their ass and whatever trying to do whatever and they're coming up and say, yeah, me too. It's a great thing and blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Me too has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. Right? Mm-hmm. Time's up had to do with you. <laughs> time's up had to do with you. Yeah. Me too has nothing to do with you. Reason why time's up is basically when, was when women who are at the lower position came out and said, you know what? We're not dealing with our everyday boss doing stuff to us we're gonna speak up now that was time's up right they like to say it was part of me too but not it was basically now that the 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 boss who like maybe owned the bank yeah or the guy who owned this small business he was in the time's up movement right but so with that with that being said we're saying fuck me too was like for us when they say oh like us everyday guys is like, oh my god, I'm scared about me too. It's like, what are you scared about with me too? There's nothing for us to fear, yeah. and the reason why is because we had to deal with this every day of our lives. Facts, right? Every day, any any random day, you walk down the street, right? Or you taught you were dating a girl, right? And she said, oh, I don't want to be with you anymore. Or for oh, you know what? Bigger, bigger <laughs> instance. You're a football player. Yeah. You're a black man that's a football player. You have sex with a girl. She, Her parents found out that she had sex with a dude. Well, black man. What did the parents say? He raped my daughter. This is a damn shame. And what happened to him? Scholarship's gone. His life is over. He goes straight to jail. Right? For everyday dudes, when a girl said that you raped and you automatically get, you automatically get arrested and brought to jail, or brought to brought in handcuffs. Once they say rape, your life is over. Yeah. Even if it's found out that you're not guilty, your life is over. Yeah. Right. But for the high up cats, when they said that, oh, he raped me, what do they do? Oh, we gotta look into this more. We gotta really figure this out. And blah blah. Like they actually because they knew they had money. Yeah. They can fight it. Us everyday dudes, we can't fight shit. Because we'd have to really go into it and buy, get a lawyer and do everything possible to fight that. Facts. But at the end of the day, all they can do, all they have to do, is just slander your name. Because social media is a bitch. Yeah. If yeah. a girl really wants, if a girl wants to slander any dude, all she has to do is go online, go on his profile, and say that he raped me, or he assaulted me. Yeah. Or sexually assaulted me. Yeah, and your life is over. Right? So, we're not, we, we don't need to get on board with Me Too. You need to accept Me Too because, like, it, it, it needed to happen, like I said before. It's a movement that needed to happen. Yeah. But it's not something that we have to really worry about. That being said, I'm going, I have to segue from Me Too <laughs> with my other point. All right. My other point of fuck Me Too. Fuck Me Too because... Because of Me Too, Black Lives Matter got fucked. 
Black Lives Matter was taken off the radar because of Me Too. Anytime that black people come out and have something to say, there's always something else that's thrown out. Black Lives Matter. All lives matter. Blue lives matter. Mm. You ever notice that the, these these social justice warriors never get on board with anything that has nothing to do pertains to that? Yeah. Whenever we and whenever we have something hard that we're having to struggle with, there's never anybody. There, <laughs> there are times where people there there are people that get on board with our voice. Yeah. But it's never put in the mainstream media to say like, hey, we really need to get on get on about this. We really need to get on board with this. Right. And I'll use that, the whole Black Lives Matter, to segue back into me, too. <laughs> oh, I'm going back and forth, and I'm going to connect the dots in each way. Take your time, man. Me, too, was founded by a black woman. A lot of people don't know that. Mm. Me, too, was founded by a black woman. Right? When it was her face and everything out there for the Me, too movement, nothing was done. Nobody did anything for it. But as soon as white women got on board on it, and started to say, this happened to me, and this happened to me, and this happened to me. What happened? Me Too blew up. It was, it was a tsunami. Yeah, Me Too blew up. It was all over, everywhere. Everybody was talking about Me Too. Everybody was on, on Me Too. But nobody talked about the black woman who actually started it. It's always like that, though. Because a lot of stuff in this world was invented by black people. Mm-hmm. And black people don't know that. Everybody thinks everything was invented by, you know, the Washingtons or Asians. Mm-hmm. But majority of the stuff was made by black people. Like, prime example, Jack Daniels. That's made by a black person. Yeah. Made by a slave. Made by a slave. A lot of people don't know that. They just recently said anything about that. Yeah. And that's one of the, the main whiskeys out there. Mm-hmm. But I digress. The whole, like, me, <laughs> for me, <laughs> I believe, like, I like, I will reiterate, I believe that Me Too needed to happen. I believe that Time's Up needed to happen. But I find it very underhanded <laughs> and fucked yes. that Black Lives Matter got thrown into this whole avenue of, oh, it's violence. Oh, they're this, and oh, they're that. Mm. It's funny how a movement of Me Too is, oh, you know, it's it's so powerful and uplifting. You notice how, like, especially with feminists and, and Me Too, they're really trying to get black women on board on it? They're really trying to pull black women on it? Because they're independent and powerful. Because the more, when they have black, like, Black Lives Matter is not about men. Mm. It's not about women. It's about a people. Right? It's about all black people trying to say, hey, we understand, you know, this and this and this, but we want you to realize that we matter in life as well. Right? That we bring something to the table and, like, just... Going around and killing us means nothing. Isn't fair. And a lot of people, like, I've even been told by people, it's like, oh, Black Lives Matter isn't a isn't an issue for me. Why is it my issue? This is something in America. 
this is something in the states. I'm like, um, no. Here's here's the here's the avenue that happens in the states. Black people in the states with the cops, they just get killed. They don't prosecute. They don't really go through a lot of prosecution. As uh, as soon as they see a black face, murder, death, whatever. Right? Canada, especially in Toronto, yes, the cops are nicer, but the justice system is not. Yeah. Right. The justice system in Canada is exactly the same. You can have two people on trial, uh, on two separate trials that do the same exact thing. A white man and a black man. A white man will go to jail for like two years. Black man can go to jail for life. The mm. same exact crime. Now tell, tell me how, how you find justice. Can't be. Can't be. And that's why we really need to understand and realize that and like step up and say that, yo, look, Black Lives Matter is a is a nat is is an all around thing. It's not just Canada. It's not just the United States. It's not just Britain. It's not just it's anywhere where black people reside, <laughs> Black Lives Matter. It's speaking the truth, man. And when I say anywhere, I mean even Africa. Because yeah. I'm sorry, America. I'm sorry, our old school Americans and British people and whatnot. You fucked Africa. Yeah. Let's just be re- let's be realistic. You, f- yeah, you pimped Africa. You pimped anywhere, <laughs> anywhere that white people landed, fucked over that, that that nation. Anywhere that white people landed, they basically fucked it over. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to hate on my white people. I'm not trying to. I just need. Because there are people that understand this. It's mm-hmm. like anywhere that white people landed, shit went bad. Right? So you guys landed in Africa, and now Africa, like when they say, oh, Africans are horrible people because they just go around killing each other. Well, you took away all the natural resources that they had. Mm, that's true. So they're surviving in ways that aren't really curtailed to them because they had other ways of surviving. They had other ways of doing things better. But you walked in, took everything you wanted, and then, let's say, after apartheid, you realize you took everything you needed, and you're like, um, okay, everybody get out. We're, we're abandoning. Yeah. We're, 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 we're getting out now. And then you want to say you're helping by um, bringing UNICEF and whatever in there. Get the hell out of my face. Nah, because you have a good point, because I talked to my cousin in the States last, I think it was last night. He was in Texas. He was telling me in Texas, all the white business kids, they're learning a certain dialect that's in Africa that all the continents speak. Mm-hmm. And they teach it there because Africa is one of the main hubs for business all around the world. Mm-hmm. So these white kids are learning, I guess, our native tongue mm-hmm. to get upper hand in their life. Mm-hmm. And just and he's telling me like there's only white guys there, there's no black people there, which is a damn shame if we're all from Africa. Mm-hmm. Why are we letting the white man learn our secrets? Weren't we honing our heritage? I'm like yo, god damn, he's a good ass. I'm like you have a good point. He's like we got we got to start learning these different dialects and going there and see where we're from. Doesn't matter if we're born in the Caribbean islands. We're all black. Mm. The thing about black people, and it's so hard to digest, 
races that other races they know what where they came from mm-hmm. we don't we could say yeah they're from africa okay uh, what tribe i don't know what's your dialect i don't know who's your your war chief or your warlord i don't know all i know is they landed in the caribbean island and i'm here now yep we don't know our history and which is suck because the history that we know to this day is written by white people mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't really take that in and what you're talking about the shadow world that's what a lot of people don't take in there's a shadow world out there especially in toronto mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't realize they think the people in the suit and tie run the world or run the corporate world downtown toronto no it's a guy in his basement that drives a Prius, maybe even a Tesla, that wears Skechers shoes, Hank Hill pants, and a Hank Hill top with glasses. He's running the strings. A lot of people don't understand the real people inside. Mm. At a point in my life, I call it the, I call it the adult area. That's when I was doing some outlandish shit in my life. I seen the real Illuminati. I've seen the shadow world. I've seen the real people in charge and they look normal. They're not in designer clothes or driving high-end cars. None of that stuff. They look like regular people. That's why I treat people all the same because you don't know who you're messing with. Mm-hmm. I've seen these guys. I shook their hand. You can't take a picture with them. I shook their hand. I had a conversation with these people. They're the type of people that could get away with murder scot-free. They're the type of people that could pin stuff on people for no reason. They have so much influence. Let's say I eat a murder happen and you were a witness or whatever. They could talk to the police, talk to EMS, like nothing happened. That's why a lot of murders, a lot of robberies get unsolved or not televised. Because certain people have certain sway into the media and in, into the police force. I, I tell people all the time, do not under, uh, underestimate people. Treat everybody the same because you don't know who you're, you're talking to. For example, I'm, you say now I'm with DJ Vlad and I ain't dry snitching on myself. But I'm saying, for example, there was a party I went to and it was hosted by the Shadow World. I call it the Shadow World, right? Shit happened, like, Shit happened to the point people are looking at jail time for for life. These shadow people came, shook hands, free to go. When you witness outlandish shit like that, it makes you humble yourself when you see people driving Ferraris and suit and tie and they say they have a four one k and make six figures these guys are chump change mm-hmm. these guys are regular jokes to me i seen the real bosses mm-hmm. i seen these real shot callers yeah, and they God. look like regular people and the funny thing too they're not even black that's the scary part they're not even black and the ones that are black they keep it themselves I'm not going to go into more details, but all I'm saying, 
The shadow world is real. Uh-huh. Stuff that you see in the media, they control. So if you were at an event or you see something shady and that should have been on TV and it wasn't on TV, keep your mouth shut if you don't know the people in the shadow world. Because uh-huh. you'll be a target. Mm-hmm. I've seen some shit. I've been through some shit. And I've seen how they operate and how they get away with shit. So I ain't worried. So that happened, or happened previously, got taken care of by the shadow world. To the point I'm just like, God damn. They have their teeth in every little thing. So my advice to you people is treat everybody with respect. Because one day you may go missing. (laughs) (laughs) You may go missing, man. That's all I'm going to say. The shadow world is real. Don't get twisted. You think these guys in Wall Street or downtown Toronto uh, with Spadano and Young, mm. the the financial district, are the real Illuminati. They're in the real Illuminati. They're, they ain't nothing. They they're not even they're not even underbosses. They're workers. They only control aspects of like certain financial means, but they don't yeah. control everything. The shadow rules real. Be aware of it. Yeah, it's just like one of the things I said before. I said back in the day. When mans are saying like, oh, the president of the United States runs the states. No, he doesn't. He's a figurehead. Yeah. The president, every year, okay, here's the thing. Every year, or every four years, I should say, every four years, there's a new election. There's an election to see who's going to be the top guy. Because yeah. every, every place in the world needs to have, like, a, a figurehead. Yeah. Right? It's just like... A better example is like you know, but way back in the days, like when people had just free reign over everywhere, right? Chaos would ensue. Everybody had free reign, right? So they would elect a monarch or a king, mm. someone who would lead, someone who would be the figurehead, yeah. right? In the background, you have the king's court or their people that are really running the show, but they had the figurehead, right? So now look at, for instance, Britain. You still have that monarchy, mm. right? And they still get paid. They still get their money and whatever. They have their monarchy. But this, but it's really run by the people. It's really run by the, go- by the government or the prime minister or however, right? Yeah. But the, mon- but the only reason why that happened is because the monarchy realized that's like, look, from what happened in France <laughs> and the whole letting me cake and the Marie Antoinette getting murked and the, all the French families getting killed off. Because the people are like, nah, we're not having that. So they, uh, the the monarchy said, hey, you know what? We'll give you power. We'll let the people have the power as long as you leave us alone, right? Yeah. So they were the monarchy that was left. Now, everywhere in the world, they still needed to have some type of power structure, right? So the people feel like they have control, that they have power, right? So to keep the masses under wraps and not having full anarchy and madness... They have elections, mm. so you elect your governors, your people, your your high-ranking people who make your laws and whatever, and then you elect the high person, yeah, the chief, right, or your king, per se. So, the president or prime minister or governor, blah blah blah, is your king, right? So to keep the people under wraps, but in the meantime. Those govern those governments or whatever are just there to keep the people under control, mm. to keep the people suppressed, 
so they don't realize that they really have the power. Yeah. Right? So the people who are in the background, the real people of power, not the president, not the prime minister, not your government, the real people that have power, not even the ones that are the billionaires, because oh, everybody, everybody's so concerned about the billionaires, the, the Cope brothers or whatever, right? They're not the people, the real people in power. The real people in power are the ones who are talking to them. Mm-hmm. And so the real people in power are in the background knowing what they want, knowing what they need to have happen. Yeah. So they talk to the Koch brothers or whoever. Then they talk to the next person who talks to the next person who talks to whoever. It goes down, down the line so that whoever is the real people in power, never seen, never heard of, never put in the limelight. Just like I used to say, the Illuminati or the real, you know, the guys in the background, mm-hmm. right? And then it trickles down to the king, who is the vocal point for the people in charge. Mm-hmm. They don't want to have any connection with the king, because if they have connection with the king, it's easy for the king to open his damn mouth and say who's really pulling the strings. Execute it, eh? right? And once the king starts going off script off with his head yeah. for instance Bill Clinton yeah, you had Bush doing exactly what they wanted to do right mm-hmm. Bush did exactly what they wanted to do Bush is fine who was the first president to almost get impeached Nixon Nixon went off script thought he was he became the king but thought he had power king never has power mm-hmm. once you think you have power you're done Nixon fell. Mm. Right? The next king who thought he had power. Bill Clinton. (laughs) King who thought he had power. But did some stupid shit. King can't have power. Caught up in scandals. Yeah. Obama. Tried to pull a... Tried to pull a king move. Before he even got into office. They already knew they fucked things over, right? They made their plans and fucked things over, so they knew they needed to get a king in there that people can trust, Mm. right? Do you really think if the Republican Party or the people in the background knew that they were doing well, do you really think Obama would have won? No. There's no way. So they put a face that would make people feel okay. New king rises. That king decides that he's gonna try and pull pull a stunt because now he has the people behind him. Mm. The king can't have that. The king doesn't have real power. So once the king started to show his hand that he doesn't that from the first year, see his first term, he started he was still trying to work along with the party, trying yeah. to work along with the people in the background. But they still kept a, a nice tight leash on him. True. Once he got into his second term, did you notice a change in Obama? Yeah, man, a lot of gray hairs, man. Yeah. He got stressed. Yeah. He got hardcore. But the king no longer cared. He was already in his final term. There's nothing they could do to him. But they still tried to break him down. Now, you have a new king. Donald Trump. Now, a lot of people look at the whole thing with Trump and say that, you know what, this guy's an idiot. This guy's a moron. This guy's this. 
But isn't he the perfect face to make sure the guys in the background never have to worry about anything? He's a king that keeps putting all the attention on him with all his stupidness. But they're still pulling the strings in the background. All their movements are still going forward. Everything they want to do is still happening under the radar. Because why? <laughs> We're so busy paying attention to the yeah. dumb things he says, but not the things he's doing. Jackass. I have too much knowledge for my own good. <laughs> <laughs> I pay like I told you from time. I pay attention and I watch things. From the day when 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 um the um, Trump was being nominated, right? Yeah. When Trump was going in, this is a long segment. But like the time when Trump was going in, and um when he said, okay, you know what, I'm I'm running, and people were like, yo, this this can't happen. This guy's an idiot. He's not gonna happen. I'm like, don't underestimate this man. Don't underestimate him. Like, there's something about this guy that's gonna appeal to the people, right? Yeah. So he started appealing to the ra- he started to really appealing to the hatred and the racism, blah blah blah. Because the first thing he said is, the Mexicans are doing this. So he threw out he threw out some racist stuff, and people applauded him. Mm. People cheered him. So he already yeah. So from the fact of him saying that, and people applauded and people cheered. He already knew where his base was. He knew where his people were. He had it. Right? Because if, sa- if he said something and people were like, what? Who the hell is this guy? Okay, yeah, I, I messed up. I got I to gotta reformat my plan. But he had them. Right? So then on the Democratic side, this is where we say we talk about politics. Yeah. On the Democratic side, you had Hillary Clinton and you had Bernie Sanders. Those are the main two people. Everybody else, do you remember any of them? No. They didn't matter. So you had Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders. Hillary Clinton was what the shadow world wanted. She was a typical person. Mm-hmm. She was a typical go-to, right? So they wanted to make sure that no matter what happened, they had that typical person that they could just rely on to do their shit, to do their dirt. Yeah. Right? On the other side, you had this, uh, this anomaly <laughs> in Donald Trump. So now they had all their typical guys on the Republican side to, like, do what they wanted. You had the Ted Cruz, you had the, the, the Bush, you yeah. had the Carlson, Carlson, who was an idiot in himself. He just made black people look dumb. Yeah, the doctor, right? Yeah. You had him on that side. But then you had the phenomenon of, and the anomaly of Donald Trump, who basically made them all look dumb. Every time that they said that they were putting policies and politics and whatever... All Donald Trump had to say is like, build a wall, get rid of all the Mexicans. Yeah! They're all falling behind him. Back on the Democratic side. So with the whole thing with Bernie Sanders and um, Bernie Sanders and um, Hillary Clinton, Bernie was about the people, mm-hmm. right? Now, the government never wants the people to be involved. They need the people, but they don't want the people, Right? Bernie was trying to do everything for the people. They don't want that. Mm. No aspect of government wants that. They don't care about the people. Government is not there to help the people. Government is there to control the people and to make sure that they realize they need them. Right? That the people need government, which we don't. 
people can govern themselves, right? The whole aspect of government is unnecessary. People know how to govern themselves. Government is just basically there to make sure that people's financial means and their financial needs are continuously met yeah. and that laws are abided by. Right? Laws are implicated and abided by to help people. Not to help government, but to help people. Right? So people can self-govern. So, Bernie wanted to realize that government started is corrupt in the sense of there that the government had turned its format, turned its standing around to the people are there to help government. Mm. The people's finances and everything they do is there to help people in government, not the other way around. Government implant their government implant implemented laws and stipulations and to help with the banking crisis and whatever to line their own pockets. They didn't care about the people; they cared about the money that they were making. Right. So Bernie saw that and wanted to change, wanted to fix things. They couldn't allow that, so that's why they pushed for Hillary Clinton. So Hillary Clinton became the Democratic person in charge, became the Democratic face. They had no idea that Donald Trump was going to get in. They didn't see that shit coming. Nobody did, man. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, I know. Everybody else saw it. Nah, nah, nah. I'm like, I saw it coming from from time. Yeah. I'm like, yo, Donald Trump is going to win. And when Donald Trump wins, it's going to be funny. It's going to be hilarious. He's going to get the Democratic, he's going to get the Republican nomination. And Donald Trump is going to beat Hillary Clinton. Why? Because Clinton is everything that the people didn't want. And this is the thing that they didn't realize. People started to say, yo, they saw that it's a typical same old, same old. Mm. Same spiel, same stuff because of who? Barack Obama. (laughs) Barack said, I'm going to change things. And then he did the same thing that everybody else did. People said, I'm tired of it. Right? That's true. Yes, we can. Dame to, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> my mom didn't want to. Anytime I said that to my mom, she was just like, you're just being mean to Barack. I'm like, nah, I'm just being honest. I believed in Barack Obama. Yeah. I was like, I was on the whole fence of, yes, we can. His second term, I was like, oh, if I was American, I'd vote for Barack because Mitch, the other guy is like, he hates us. <laughs> He's going to screw everything over. So he might. It's like, Vote for the one that first for the evil you know, then the evil you have no idea about. Yeah. Right? So then that got turned on its head with the whole Hillary and Trump thing. Because Trump was the one man that could say, I grab women by the pussy. I do this to women. I don't give a fuck about nobody. And nobody said anything. And he got away with it. So what happened? Trump got, became, like, and I said, I when when it became Hillary and Trump, I'm like Trump shouldn't win, right? Yeah. But I want him to win. Cause I want to watch the world burn. <laughs> it already is burning down, man. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I want to see the chaos. I'm I want to see the chaos that's happened. It's like if Trump gets in, America deserves what they get. Whatever happens with Trump, America deserves it, right? So now with Trump being in power. People in the shadow were in the back row were like, what the fuck just happened? It's like, this is not, this wasn't the plan. This wasn't <laughs> what was supposed to happen. We had the plan. We have the plans that always run the way that we want them to because we know exactly what we're doing. Yes. 
right? And this is the reason why I say the plan works. The plan always runs the same way. The Koch brothers are repu- are Republican companies, mm. right? Yes. But do you real do you know that the Koch brothers put money into the Democrats and the Republicans? Also double agents. Yeah. There's money on both sides. They put money on both a- avenues. Donald Trump ran as a Republican, but he was all his life he was a Democrat. Mm. But he also he gave money to the Clintons, but he also gave money to the Republican Party. Shadow world. So, when I say that the shadow that the shadow world had no idea what was going on because they gave money on both sides, they gave they always made sure that they had their bases covered, no matter what who became the king. They were always covered. But now they got a king that they had no idea what was going to happen. So they were scrambling. That's why you see on the, on the sides of the Republicans, they're like, yeah, yeah, we we believe in Trump. Yes. But we don't really want to be like right there with him. And so with all the scandals and everything that's going on and whatever, it's the the whole ploy of all the, sh- all the scandals is just to take people's focus away from what's actually happening. Mm. There are being there are laws and whatnot that are being passed and that are going through that nobody knows really about because Trump's tweets, the Russia scandal, all those things keep are go, are being pushed to the forefront and by the news media because they control the news. Everything that we know about is controlled by them. Facts. So we only know what they want us to know. So all those things that keep coming out because they want to make sure whatever we whatever's going on in the background, we have no clue. We have no idea. That's why they call it shadow world, man. Yep. Hence, the re- and this is the reason why I say, all hail God save the king. All <laughs> hail the king. No matter who you have in power, the king never has power. The king used to have power. That was the whole purpose of the king. But now he doesn't. He's just a figurehead. He's a monarch. He's he's the face for everyone to see. And when mm. you see them have those the summit, the G eight summit, you really think they're, they're like, why isn't that we don't really know what goes on behind closed doors? Mm. When they have the, the summit for all of the all of them to come together, it's the shadows from each and every avenue. Bringing their, exchanging their paperwork, exchanging their information to say, this is what we're doing now. This is what's going on for this year. All facts. Yeah. Trying to break you down. Mm-hmm. Trying to make you look like, all right, guys, people love my puppets. So let our puppets speak in this room while the real meaning upstairs mm-hmm. while everyone's looking this way it, it's it's the greatest illusion trick mm-hmm. everyone's looking this way while what's real while the real st- the the real meeting is going on over there mm-hmm. that's just my thoughts <laughs> no no i think you i think you're spot on i think you're spot on ah <sighs> wow this has been a really in-depth one today it's been a really, really serious one today. Now you want in. 
But I think, you know, that pretty much covers covers everything for today, today's episode. Alright. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts? Closing thoughts. I already did my rant. My rant went on. Yeah, you, you did a little... Oh God, Walt Blitzer! <laughs> <laughs> you did a little CNN take. I liked it though. Mm. Got a lot of knowledge and information on that man. A lot of people not really into that, and they should be man. Yep. You gotta know what's really going on in the world, especially who is running the world. Yeah, these jackasses are just the face. Yeah, and you gotta know what's up, yeah. or you'll get shafted at the end. And my little rant. Nah, don't really gotta rant. Just a little gripe. Um, Speak your piece. Don't let people try to stop your grind, yo. Mm-hmm. When people try to stop your grind, that means you're a threat to them. Oh, for sure. So, to eliminate your threat, you try to stop their income. You try, keyword, try. Stop mm-hmm. their income. Because they think that that's the only way you get income. But no, that stuff is mediocre. It's unappealing. You, as a man, trying to stop a next man hustle, it's 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 kid shit. Yep. It's immature. If you have a problem with somebody, talk about it. Don't beat around a bush or talk about it when you blow up doesn't solve anything if you have an issue with somebody say it at that moment don't harp on it or don't let it build up in your brain until the point you explode or you'll know what to do be a man true um if you have a disagreement it's a disagreement don't let that disagreement or somebody giving you a bad rating or didn't like let's just say your dish or whatever make you a sour apple better yourself mm-hmm. I always say negative feedback is better than positive feedback oh yeah but if you can't take negative p- feedback then how the hell are you supposed to absorb positive that's just my take don't be a little. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to say bitch, but don't be a little pussy, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't say bitch. Be pussy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like, man up. If you try to stop an X-Men's grind, mm-hmm. you're a bitch. Yep. Plain and simple. Yeah. If you if you feel threatened by an X-Men, you definitely a bitch. Yeah. No other man should threaten you. None. I think that's what. A lot of people get confused about this alpha and, and beta stuff. Um, no man should threaten you. Mm-hmm. No man should rock you off your center. Um, period. That's all I gotta say, man. So the more I think about it, the more I get heated. Mm-hmm. But the heating is fine. Yeah. I love it. Like I said, I get aroused from it. <laughs> but like how you said about like you know. It's good to get, um, you know, the negative criticism. Yeah. It's more, like, I feel it's more so, like, con- like 
constructive yeah. criticism. Because, like, if you got something negative to say, at least have an idea yeah. or a thought on what to do to improve. Mm. Don't open your mouth unless you got something, you know, worthwhile saying. Oh, 100%. All right? Because if you're going to be that person, yo, it sucks and blah, 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 ray, ray, ray. Okay, so what can I do to make it better? Yo, man, that's not my job. I'm like, huh. so what the f- why the hell do you open your mouth in the first place? Sounds like a leprechaun. Yeah. Cause it just, <laughs> cause it's just like when I made like when I like I made the cheesecake and I yeah. brought it down right, and like everybody's like, "Yo, it's good, it's good." I'm yeah. like, "Okay, all right, and I know what, it tastes." What did I tell you? I'm like, "I know it tastes good." And it's like the first thing you say, "I don't taste the rum." I'm like, "Okay, but there's rum in there. I don't taste it." Yeah. It's like, "All right." So then I came to you and I said, "Well, another, like, I think maybe a way of making the rum better." Like, if you could ta- to taste the alcohol, maybe be to burn it. It's like, yeah, but not actually taste it because you, you heat it. Yeah. So it actually, actually infuse better. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. And then right. were you butthurt? Nah. Yeah. I wasn't mad. I was yeah. like, I said, all, all I said is like, yo, dog, it was soaked in rum. It's like, yeah. I don't taste it. I'm like, you're a, you're a drinker. So, yeah, <laughs> I can understand why you can't taste it. And like, I, I get that. Yeah. So, yeah, fine. I, I, I take that criticism. It's like, okay, I'll, I'm going to find a way to make it better so you yeah. can taste it more. It's like, maybe it's the amount of time I soaked it. I should have told exactly. soaked it a little bit longer. I'm like, all right, cool. I can work on that. I can make it work. Yeah. And then even, like, other people have said, hey, um, I want to say, is there, can you, I want to say something about it. I'm like, okay. It's like, is it okay if I say whatever? I'm like, dude, that's the reason why I brought it here. Yeah. We're all cooks. I want your honest opinion. I want to know what you think. Don't just say, oh, it tastes so good, blah, blah, blah. Like, tell me what you think. If there's anything I can work on to make it better, tell me. Yeah. It's like, oh, I like the last one you made better, more th- more so than this one. What is it about this one you don't like? Oh, well, you know, one, I'm not really a peach person. Okay, well, no, that makes sense. You like the pineapple more. Cool. Anything else? Oh, well, you know... I think the crust could be a lot better. It's like, oh, well, you know, just so you know, I didn't make the crust. It's like, okay, well, that explains that. But other than that, I thought it tasted well. I thought it was nice and smooth. Mm. It's just those two things I would, you know, I would work on. It's like, all right, cool. Thank you. Thanks for that. You know, thanks for the feedback. And that's the whole thing. As a man, you want, as a man, woman, whoever you are, you put yourself out there, you have to be able to take the feedback. Yes. Take the criticism. Don't be that person like, well, you know, whatever you have to say don't mean no nothing. Or, like, you, or you get it and you're like, you know what you're talking about. Or yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. Take the feedback. It's better than yours. Yeah. Take the feedback, but it, as the person who's giving the, fr- the feedback, yeah. give constructive criticism. Yeah. That's all. But I guess that, you know, that, that wraps up the this episode. Yeah. Episode six. Again, you know, this is Ian Letter, a.k.a. Last Man Standing. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on I, at Ian Letter on Instagram. Ian, L-E-T-T-A. Ian Letter. You can catch me there. And my man TJ, where can they find you? Yeah, main page, The Looking Glass 1. You'll see more of me now, man. I got a lot of free time now. So mm-hmm. you'll see a lot more of me on social network. And on this YouTube thing, I'm a free agent now, man. You know what I'm saying I'm, I'm putting my talents to South Beach. Yep. And we'll go from there, man. 2019, new thing. And also on top, on that note, 
We apologize for the delay. We apologize for the hiatus. You know, a lot of stuff was <laughs> going on. Scheduling issues. A lot of stuff was going on. A lot of stuff is still going on. <laughs> but we are, you know, we're, we're trying to make that attempt to, you know, get back on things. And um, aside from that, on the, the note of people asking, like, oh, you're saying that you guys are going to put out your stuff on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but it's, like, so so periodical and whatever. Okay, we're going to try, we're going to do our best to make sure to, you know, to stick to those dates. Be back on schedule. You know, be back on schedule and stick to those dates. But we're also going to be having, like, different content. TJ has a little bit more free time, so he's going to be doing a couple things. Yeah. And um, I'm going to be doing a couple things on my end. You know, I know I still have to write them poems and write them short stories and whatnot. <laughs> I know I've been procrastinating writer's block, but I'm going to be getting back on that. So aside from, you know, giving those things online, we're going to be giving a couple, you know, short stories, you know, on the on the YouTube channel. So there's going to be a, a few things that are going to be coming coming up for y'all. And especially the fact that we're going to be out and doing different events. Yep. Yep. The summertime is coming. Yep. Yep. You know, summer hose, you know, summer hose is out. Uh. So. So we're going to be doing some a couple things. So we're going to be doing at different events. Well, the one major event that we can tell you we're going to be at is uh, Anime North. Yep, yep. We're going to be there, you know, doing a little bit of filming, doing a little bit of stuff. And we're going to also be doing a podcast while we're there. And we might get a couple of the, uh, you know, people who are there, the cosplayers, to come through and, you know, join us on the podcast. Especially want to shout out to the black nerds, especially the females in the cosplay, the black females. If you see us and we give you a card, appreciate it. And join the podcast later on that night. I would love to hear your feedback. Yeah. Especially the, the black female cosplay players. Because I think they get a lot of backlash mm-hmm. for being black and for being female. Mm-hmm. And they're dressing up. But other powerful independent black females might say that's corny or childish. I want to see what they go through. Yeah, like I really do. Yeah, and I also want—I also want to, you know, bring a shout out to those black females that do the cosplay, who go outside of the box. Yeah. Because they're because the the fact of like there's certain anime characters and certain comic book characters that are historically black. Yes. And that people just you know the John Stewarts, you got the Storms, <laughs> and whatnot. Like n- typically, black pe- black females, they assume that oh, those are what they have to do. They have to do the black characters. But I give shout outs to the ones who are like, no, I like this person, so I'm gonna cosplay yeah. as her. I like this person, so I'm gonna cosplay as her. I give shout outs to the gr- the, the the sexy females who didn't who gender switch, and yeah, do yeah. and do instead of doing a female character, they yeah, do a yeah. male character. I give you a lot of shout outs for that kind of stuff. So, yeah, we're going to end the show on that note. Um, got one more thing. Oh, one more thing. Go ahead. You, If you guys want to see my sensitive side. Like oh, my, boy. Like my paintings and all that stuff. Check out my new page, Concrete Jungle T.O. Nice. You'll see my paintings. You'll see my artwork. You'll see my short films. And you'll also see my photography as well. Because your boy's trying to be a filmmaker. You know what I'm saying? So... Mm. Support me. So on that note, we're gonna end the show there. Um, the next on the next episode, I'm gonna. I just want to give a little 
little preview. All right. Yeah, yeah. You, you can do your little preview, and I'll do mine. The next episode, there was a video that I watched that I want to talk about. It is the video is basically my next rant is going to be <laughs> talking about the real Captain Marvel. Ah, uh, okay, that's a big one. So that's gonna we're going to be talking about that on the next podcast. And your little preview. <laughs> <laughs> my preview is so out the box after <laughs> your one. Porn. Oh boy. <laughs> It's not meant for men. It's meant for females. Oh. A lot of people don't get that. But I'm going to dissect it next episode. All right. Cool, cool. So as always, it's been a Dead of Hours podcast. Your host, Ian Letta. My boy, TJ. What's up? And, you know, we'll see you next time on episode seven. Peace. Peace.